The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Host and moderator Bonnie D. Graham talks with the experts about how game-changing technologies can help you achieve financial excellence for your company. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Hello, welcome to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. If you want to run with the Game Changers, you're in the right place. Today's buzz, finance on the go, also stated as finance and mobility. Let's talk about it. Mobility could soon change the face of your company's finance function if it hasn't started already. Take a good look. Think about it. So is this a good thing? Well, the benefits of mobile BI are indeed impressive. How? Faster and cheaper decision-making, always a good thing. Improved productivity, and who doesn't want that? Enhanced agility, hey, keeps you on your toes, on your feet, and more competitive. Perpetual forecasting, wow, and so much more. But wait a minute, wait a minute, put your seatbelt on. Before you jump on this exciting and fast-moving bandwagon, you first might want to plan the smartest route to avoid the road bumps and the potholes along the way. What might those be? Well, let's talk about data security issues on mobile devices. Big consideration. How about the limitations of the devices themselves? Another thing to consider. How about your current back-end infrastructure? Hmm, there's a good one to talk about. And how about the idea of opening up your decision-making process in your company to so many more people? That's a biggie. Hmm, well, the experts have a lot to say. I'm joined today on the panel by Surya Mukherjee, who's calling from India. He's from Ovum. On the show a couple of weeks ago, and Surya says about our topic today, and I quote, Mobile BI sits at the intersection of great analytics and poor consumption. Hmm, we're going to talk to Surya about that in a minute, find out what he meant. Also joining us today is Richard Barrett from CFO Knowledge. He's calling in from Scotland. What a coffee break segment we're going to have today. Richard says, with sales of mobile devices booming, while sales of PCs are on the slide, I'm beginning to wonder who exactly is doing the heavy lifting. A good question posed by Richard Barrett from CFO Knowledge. We'll get to Richard in just a moment. And rounding out our panel today is Akash Agarwal calling from California in at SAP. And Akash says, be the change you want to see in the world. If you don't change, you get disrupted. Well, Akash, that's exactly what Game Changers is all about, disrupting the status quo. We'll be talking to him in just a moment. So join us for the next hour for mobility and finance, impact, trends, and the future. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Happy to be here. We're coming to you live. It's already April 23rd. Where is the year going? It's Tuesday. I'm in New York. It is, let's see, a little bit afternoon. So coffee break. Game Changers, have your lunch with me. I have a question for my Game Changer listeners. Have you downloaded the free CIO playbook yet? 
go to any banner on our page, click, and you'll be connected to a page with a lot of free offers, but I want you to look for the CIO playbook and learn how mobility can transform your business. Now let me introduce my guests and let's find out a little bit about them. Surya Mukherjee, I told you, was on the show recently. He's a senior analyst for Ovum's information management team. He's responsible for the analysis of enterprises, business intelligence, technology investment priorities, and vendor evaluations. That's a big, long title on the business card. Surya, welcome back. How are you? I'm good, Bonnie. Thank you so much for having me again. Good. And you're calling from India. Where exactly? Um, this is the south of India. So, uh, you know, this is a place called Hyderabad, a small, uh, smallish town and, uh, you know, pretty much well known for, for uh, a couple of things, including uh, its, its very spicy food. Oh, very interesting. And now it's also known for you calling into Game Changers Radio from there. So that's another another famous thing for the town. Send them our regards. I want to introduce Richard Barrett, writer and commentator on finance, technology, and business. He writes the biweekly CFO Knowledge, and he tweets at CFO Knowledge, of course. One of the first MBA graduates in the UK, Richard has enjoyed a varied career in sportswear. Got to talk about that. Express delivery insurance and software. Richard Barrett, welcome to Financial Excellence. How are you? Hello, Bonnie, and thank you for having me. I'm absolutely fine, thank you. Here in the Outer Hebrides, just off Scotland, actually. Oh, my goodness. I don't think we've ever had somebody calling in from Scotland on the show. It's a treat, and we'll be interested in what you're drinking when we get to that segment. Thank you, Richard. And rounding out the panel, as I said, is Akash Agarwal from SAP. Akash is a senior VP of mobility. He leads all business development and indirect sales efforts for SAP's mobile business unit. Akash is a veteran business executive in high tech. He has 20-plus years of experience spanning general management, marketing, product development, strategy, and sales, a well-rounded background. Akash, welcome to Game Changers Radio. How are you today? Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Okay, kids, it's time to go back into your quotes. Let's dig in deep and see what you were really trying to say. So, Surya Mukherjee from Ovum, you said, Mobile BI sits at the intersection of great analytics and poor consumption. Talk to me, Surya. What do you mean by that? Um, Bonnie, in a first a comment, uh, so you've already introduced me, but I'm, I'm primarily uh, you know, an analytics guy. I wear an analytics hat. And while putting across uh, my point of view today, uh, you know, I, I will mainly speak to the analytics side of, of uh, mobile BI. Good. So we, we have over, uh, we believe that, that mobile is, is one of the key technologies that will, uh, you know, probably fulfill the promise of, uh, or the elusive promise of inclusive BI that, that we've been hearing about for, for so many years now. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, enterprise mobility and, and that, that kind of grand concept is, is not important, but uh, to me, enterprise mobility sort of represents, uh, you know, like like uh, like an Amazon.com. It's a mammoth online bookstore, and, and uh, I, I find it slightly impossible to get excited about something that's you know that big and transformational, like like most mobile uh, BI initiatives are. Uh, I, I I like to remember it as you know, I, or I like to think of it as uh, you know, I, I ordered a great book of Amazon, and and that's mm-hmm. how I remember the website. So similarly, I believe for for mobile BI. I would say that it is a key piece or, or maybe the centerpiece of the mobility equation. 
So while it does need to play well with uh, other mobility initiatives, but this is one piece of the equation, the whole mobility equation. The analytics piece is, is in my opinion, uh, extremely important. Now, uh, we are talking about finance today. So I, I yes. talk a fair amount to uh, you know, our clients, financial services companies, as well as uh, uh, even the, the, the office of finance in large enterprises. Uh, I look at their analytics needs and, and use cases, uh, you know, like financial services companies, banks, traders. Uh, these guys use a lot of, uh, you know, very, very advanced analytic infrastructure. Uh, for them, you know, like time, time really translates to money. You, you would be uh, pleasantly, I guess, surprised at the number of uh, financial services companies that are uh, willing to put up a very expensive in-memory backend uh, to have real-time performance. But, uh, you know, what is, what is also important and what I think is slightly missing from the equation is you cannot get real-time unless... You know, if you and unless you can deliver that insight to somebody who's mobile, somebody who is uh, on the move, so I think that's the place where mobile BI comes in. Uh, you know, not just 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 plain canned reports, doing analysis from a mobile device, taking a decision mm-hmm. on the spot. So, you know, my comment about uh, great analytics and poor consumption, I think we we did have a great uh, you know, analytics backend even back in the day, and, and it's getting only better. But you know, the consumption part, that's what is coming into play uh, in this day and age. And, and that's what you know, I, I'm really interested about. Thank you, sir. We're going to come back to you in the roundtable segment coming up in a few minutes. And let's move to Richard Barrett. Richard, you say with sales of mobile devices booming while PC sales are on the slide down, I'm beginning to wonder who exactly is doing the heavy lifting. Richard, talk to me. What do we mean? Well, we keep hearing about sales of mobile booming, and at the same time we're hearing that sales of PCs and laptops are on the slide and declining. And especially from a financial point of view, where we're notorious for having armies of people tippity-tap and putting data into screens and systems, etc., um, I actually think we need to stand back from this and, and take a, a view on what exactly is going on. While I can understand the attraction of um, iPads and the smaller tablets for personal use and for in-home use, for ordering stuff off Amazon and social networking and all this type of stuff, they're not exactly the most productive devices, uh, certainly for putting masses of data in. And what I think is going on, and I'd be interested if anybody else has got some more insight, is... Mm-hmm. Actually, mobile devices are booming domestically. They're also making their imprint into the business world, but PCs haven't really gone on the slide. I think in total they're 8% down. So if you actually segmented that down to enterprise use and to personal use, I think we'd still find that enterprise use is still fairly buoyant, uh, although they may have held back in recent years due to spending and the downturn in the economy. But it's in this, in this area about what are we actually using these mobile devices for and have they supplanted PCs? I think not. What I see is mobile devices being used for uh, alerting, telling people there's something up, there's something they need to do. I see them being used for analysis, and at the moment it's typically only push analysis. It's not detailed drill through for which they'd need a faster infrastructure back in the enterprise. And it's for approval as well, so actually making better use of people's 
uh, away from the office time, be they at a coffee counter in an airport, and they can approve expenses, they can approve payments and all those types of things. So I don't think the PC has gone away at all. I don't think mass data entry has gone away at all. But I can't see us ever using the smaller mobile devices for putting in budgets and these types of things. It's just not on. It's just not practical enough to do. Thank you, Richard. Great point of view, good starting point. And before we hit our break, which is coming up in about two minutes or less, Akash Agarwal from SAP says, be the change you want to see in the world. If you don't change, you get disrupted. Is that a good thing, Akash? Yes, I think uh, we're in the technology industry and uh you know, I think uh, mobility is uh, disruptive if you don't embrace it. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, you know, somewhat agree with some of the uh, other other panelists, but also disagree w- with, with them to some extent uh, in, in the way that, you know, uh, today, yes, you know, PCs are there and, and, and things. The, the growth is definitely going to be around mobility, and I think the opportunity for mobility is uh, is completely wide open. So some some tasks, uh, you know, we don't anticipate today that can be done in mobile will be done. I think the interfaces, the devices, uh, the way in which we're uh, you know, transacting is changing, and I think, uh, you know, sensing technology is also coming in, and the, the whole whole notion of, uh, you know, uh, always available data, always on, and uh, having access to it is is going to become mainstream. So, you know, I think, I think um, you know, we're, we're on a transition path, and, you know, companies have to embrace it, and companies that resist it, I think, will be at a disadvantage. And, uh, you know, in a business, you don't want to be at a disadvantage, uh, particularly, you know, in in accessing data, digesting data, and using data to make decisions, which, uh, you know, the finance function as well as, you know, pretty much every function, you know, I'm, I'm seeing interest uh, across, you know, 27 verticals that we go to market in, and uh, mobility is being... Uh, you know, making inroads into into all of the decision-making process, whether it's engagement or whether it's sort of uh, you know making back-end uh, decisions for 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 better better results. Thank you very much, Akash. You've taken us right up to the break. You're listening to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Our very moving topic today, if I can say that, is mobility and finance impacts, trends, and the future. We're speaking with Surya Mukherjee from Ovum, Richard Barrett from CFO Knowledge, and Akash Agarwal from SAP. I love the idea that we might have a little disagreement here, panelists, so let's get with it. We'll be right back after the break. Don't even think of touching that app. When we come back, what's in your cup today? I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Hang tight. 57 seconds. Brad out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now. According to IDC, by 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. 
SAP and Sybase, an SAP company, offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Welcome back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Comments? Questions? Send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet during and after the show at hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers. Indeed, Financial Excellence with Game Changers. I want to do a shout-out to Aaron Hughes and Karuna Mukherjee. From SAP, thanks for helping put this great panel together today. Karuna, I see you on Twitter, and I'm hoping you'll tweet to us what's in your cup today. But let's start with my panelists. Surya, what are you drinking today from where you are in India? I know you had a great story for us a couple weeks ago. Tell me something new and wonderful about what's in your cup today, Surya. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not much for shifting loyalty, so I'll, I'll stick with tea because that's, <laughs> that's really you know, my, my cup. Uh, but, yeah, I... I you know, uh, I, the situation is slightly changed. So last time I was dialing in from home, but I, I decided to stay in the office today. So uh, I, I can't get a brewed tea, so I can't mix my teas from Assam and Darjeeling and, and you know, uh, cook up a mixture. What I can do at the office is take a Tetley tea bag and uh, mix up a ginger tea bag with a, with a normal Earl Grey and, and get a, you know, a makeshift blend of sorts. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm living with. I don't like it, but that, that's what it's going to be. Uh, you know, I, I have a tip for, for tea lovers, I guess, uh, you know, a lot of us around the globe. Uh, if, if you find yourself in a situation where you don't have the usual stuff to, to, to sort of uh, customize your tea or you have only one blend of tea, you can make it interesting by making it a bit, uh, bit herbal. Uh, mix up uh, a couple of basil leaves, uh, a mint leaf, and, and put that and brew your tea in that. And that, that brings about a, a wonderful aroma, and it's also... Uh, great to to uh, you know for for a uh, for a small cup and cold. So uh, part of this job, the odd hours, I, I hate dialing in at at this time. But a good part of this job is is sort of uh, you know uh, getting to speak about uh, our, my love for tea and to speaking with companies uh, <laughs> such as Tetley, uh, who also run on SAP, uh, about you know how how they uh, basically brew and grow tea. Uh, all over India in different parts. Thank you. That's wonderful. That's what I have for you, Bonnie. That's wonderful. I love the tip about the basil leaves, and I'll give you my own little tip. Recently, I just took some really good orange marmalade and took two tablespoons and put them in a cup of boiling water and made a kind of a spicy orange tea, and it was divine. It smelled wonderful. It was a little sweet. So I was experimenting with, I don't know if you call that tea. I call it a brew. But anyway, there's my Bonnie's two cents. Uh, Richard Barrett, you are calling from Scotland. What's in your cup, and what time of day or night is it there right now, Richard Barrett? It's 20 minutes past five, Bonnie, so it's um, perhaps just a little too early to be having a single malt whiskey. 
Um, <laughs> but that had been my normal inclination, certainly later in the day. I actually live or semi-retired to the Isle of Harris, which is the island where the tweed comes from. Yes, but Harris Tweed, of course. We distillery here at the moment. Where there's a, a, a group of local people building one later this year. So in five years' time, we'll have some very young and immature uh, single malt to drink. But at the moment, I'm um, on apple juice, I'm afraid. <laughs> Nothing wrong with apple juice. I think this is a first at over 100 Game Changer radio shows. I think this is the first time anybody's been drinking apple juice. So thank you for that. And also, sir, yeah, this is the first time anybody's been talking about making a tea brew from basil leaves. So there's something wonderful and fresh about asking this question. I have a couple of tweets to read. But first, Akash, you're calling from California. Where in California and what's in your cup? Because if it's 1222 New York time, I think it's 922 there if my clock is right. What are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking. I'm drinking good old tap water right now. Uh, but uh, earlier this morning, uh, I, you know, had a very nice cup of coffee. But more importantly, last night I was at a conference in Las Vegas, uh, and I had a very interesting drink, uh, which is a tamarind, tamarindo, uh, tamarindo. Uh, margarita, and I think Surya will will uh, attest to this. In India, we have a drink that's made out of uh, tamarind, which is, uh, yes, you know, it's hard to describe. It's not very common here in the U.S., but uh, in Mexico, I think they drink uh, tamarind. You can get those in uh, some of the taquerias. They make that drink with with uh, the tamarind, um, you know, fruit, uh, which mm-hmm. is um, dried and then pulped. Into sort of a, it's sort of a sweet and sour uh, taste to it, and in India there's a drink that they spice up, and uh, you know uh, with with uh, chilies and other things in it, and uh, they they actually serve it on the street, um, even on very hot days, uh, as kind of a thirst quencher as well as something to sort of give you a kick, and uh, it was good to see. That being served uh, in a classic uh, margarita yesterday, uh, so you know for those those of you who haven 't tried uh, you know a tamarind tamarind based drink, I think you can you know get it at uh, in in the u s at least at any um, probably a hispanic uh, you know taqueria or, or or sort of a classic Mexican restaurant they may be able to kind of drum that up. So I think that's that's something that's uh, a very interesting taste uh, that I think people who who are, you know, inclined to have some spices could could uh, experiment with. Well, thank you, Akash. You rounded out the uniqueness of today's panel. I have two more tweets to read about drinks, but I just looked it up. The tamarind tree produces edible, pod-like fruit used extensively in cuisines around the world. It's also used in traditional medicine and metal polishes, and the wood can be used in carpentry. So there, tropical and subtropical zones. We have a coffee break tweet here from Malcolm. He's hitting the Keurig machine again. Tisk tisk. what about Equator coffees? He has Starbucks in a K-cup. Okay, Malcolm. And Karuna, our new tweeter extraordinaire, is drinking good old-fashioned. Hey, Surya, she's drinking Tetley tea with ginger tea and some Earl Grey. And she says, Surya says, spice up your tea. Great. <laughs> this is the most, yes, never mind. We have to get down to business, kids. We've got seven minutes till the break here, and we have to start our roundtable. So, Surya Mukherjee from India now, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why do you say mobile BI solutions should go hand-in-hand with other mobile initiatives? How mobile are enterprises today, big businesses? 
businesses, small businesses. And what do you think is the status of these mobile initiatives? How many of them involve finance? Surya, let's kick this off, please. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, Bonnie, you, you asked that because uh, I, I, for one, am an, uh, you know, I'm a hardcore enterprise guy. And when I look at the consumer world, you know, things, things typically happen in a different fashion there. But in the enterprise, a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, initiatives have to go through or jump through a lot of hoops. So you just can't implement something that, that looks great on paper and, and you know, is liked by a large proportion of your community. So you know, we uh, at OVM, uh, and a shout out to our, our mobile analyst, uh, Frederick, who, who sort of spearheaded this uh, research. So we, we did a mm -hmm. research on uh, in exactly the, the, the questions that you asked right now. Uh, and we found out that so far, and we interviewed about 1,000 enterprises across uh, APAC, Europe, uh, Africa, and North America. And we found out that uh, the amount of mobile enablement today 28% of those guys uh, said financial intelligence is one area where we have mobile uh, BI or we have mobility. Uh, they said EPM, Enterprise Performance Management. 25% mm -hmm. said uh, we already have deployments in Enterprise Performance Management. But when you look at these areas, there are also other areas we, we obviously asked these enterprises where, where they were uh, putting their buck uh, in terms of mobility. They also said supply chain. They also said a couple of other initiatives. So it's, it's pretty clear from that angle that uh, at one time, there's not one isolated mobile uh, deployment which is uh, you know, in progress in the enterprise. And I believe, uh, you know, looking at the data as well as you know, uh, understanding the market, it's extremely important for organizations today to ensure that uh, since there are five different mobile initiatives that are going on in the enterprise, that they talk to each other. Now, uh, without getting too much into the weeds, obviously there's, there's mm -hmm. mobile device management, application management, and a lot of development and testing, uh, which, which are typically needed with rolling out a mobile process. But whether it's finance or any other vertical, uh, if you have a mobile initiative around uh, analytics, it needs to talk and work hand-in-hand hand with all the other mobile initiatives that are happening across your enterprise. And if there's one thing that, uh, you know, we have learned from failed BI deployments is that, uh, you know, things that work in a silo, things that do not talk, especially in, in the BI field, in the analytics field, uh, and things that do not talk to other, uh, other parts of the enterprise are bound to fail. Thank you, Surya. I want to thank you. Good, good level setting there. I want to add Richard to this conversation. Richard, we were talking before about uh, devices, and I, since we're talking about mobility today, you, you sent me a comment before the show. You said the use of mobile in business will evolve from mainly a read-only device, which is the only way you consume information. You receive it, you read it, you look at it, to a read-and-write device, and you say that lines of business and companies will benefit the most from the read-and-write. How is this trend coming along based on what you said in the opening of the show, Richard? Is this going to be a big game changer for finance? I think at the moment what I see mainly are things around a kind of alerting and also approval. A lot of approval-type apps just for approving payments, uh, approving um, access to new systems and all this type of thing. So very limited interaction and, and very limited number of keyboard strokes to do what people want to do, on, especially on the smaller 
mobile devices. And at the moment, most of the analytics that I see that I've witnessed are on a push kind of read-only basis. You can drill into them, but you can't make your own query and push that back. Um, the thing that's kind of limiting there is, is what Surya said, is not having kind of in-memory calculation engines that can respond at the speed that people standing in the middle of an airport with people mm -hmm. moving around them want. You can't expect them to uh, send a query and 45 seconds later get the result back. It needs to be there in, you know, two, three seconds at the most. Otherwise, it's not going to work for them. So that kind of technology in-house and the underlying uh, sister technology in memory needs to be rolled out before you can really have read-write mobile uh, power down to the individual uh, on the hoof executive or whatever. I also think there are some other things there, though. Even when we do get that speed of response, we're not going to have people putting in endless amounts of data through a small handheld device. What they are going to do is put in, say, uh, major capital expenditure wins if they're selling software and update near-term forecasts. They're not going to be put in entire budgets in. We're going to use it at the sharp here and now end of business, be it supply chain that somebody's already mentioned, be it updating forecasts for the current month or the current quarter. And it's those types of time-sensitive, time-critical things so that everybody upstream, be it the management, the executive, or even the board, know that we're not going to perhaps hit this quarter's target and we can start managing that situation through in terms of doing some more marketing or managing the analyst expectations or whatever else we need. So it's the, it's the here and now that we're going to leverage, but we also need those technologies to make it work seamlessly. Thank you, Richard. We're just at the point of break. Uh, Akash Agarwal from SAP, I'm going to save you to open the next. I'm going to reserve you and save you and invite you to open the next segment of the roundtable when we come back. I want to know if you agree or disagree with what Richard Barrett said in Surya. And the talking points I want to discuss with you, Akash, when we come back are, you say mobility is allowing for faster, cheaper, and more optimized decision-making. Is this in line? Is this in line with what Richard is saying? And let's talk about some examples about how mobile applications are affecting the finance function, approvals, expenses, real spend analysis, vendor analysis, on and on and on. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. You're listening to Financial Excellence with Game Changers. We'll be right back. It's just getting interesting, but it sure is a lot of fun today. Thank you to my great panelists. We'll be right back. Brad, take us out. 57 seconds. Don't go away. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now. According to IDC, by 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase, an SAP company, offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Welcome back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Comments? Questions? Send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet during and after the show at hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers. Here we are. We're back, and it's time for the second part of our virtual roundtable conversation. I'm sitting around the table today with Akash Agarwal from SAP, Richard Barrett from CFO Knowledge calling in from Scotland, the home of Harris Tweed. <laughs> terrible accent, Bonnie, just terrible. And Surya Mukherjee from India. We have had such fun on the show, and we're really going to buckle down now and talk about our topic, which is mobility and finance, impact, trends, the future. I have a feeling we're going to have a little bit of heated discussion here, a good-hearted, friendly, congenial debate. So Akash Agarwal, SVP of Mobility from SAP, let's talk about, you told me mobility is allowing for faster, cheaper, more optimized decision-making. Tell me in what way, and do you agree or disagree with what Richard said about the limitations of the devices and the real-timeness? Talk to me, Akash. Okay, so let me give you two examples of where uh, you know, I think that we will be very familiar with, uh, you know, uh, how, you know, some of the limitations of, of these virtual keyboards that you have on, on sort of a lot of these devices. Some of these devices have keyboards, but most of them have these what I call virtual keyboards on your mobile or your tablets are being overcome. So if you take a look at a very simple application that's being used uh, you know, across every size of business, whether it's, uh, you know, a small business or, or a large business, uh, you know, is around the what, what travel and expenses application. So the way travel and expenses is being done right now is completely changing. And the way the data capture, you know, limitation, I, I don't think it's a big limitation, but, you know, let's assume uh, what, what Richard said, the mobile devices have some, some limitations, uh, can be overcome is by using cameras. All of these uh, devices are very intelligent. They go beyond... Uh, you know, providing voice and data, they have capabilities that extend uh, into different areas, and one of which is the camera. So when it comes to the expense, uh, you know, expense application that that uh, is being used, and, you know, there's obviously SAP has solutions in the uh, travel and expense approval process, uh, area. They have a travel and expense application. And then there's, you know, over-the-top applications that are running uh, for small businesses such as Expensify and others. What they provide is the ability to capture your expense receipts, et cetera, you know, leveraging the camera. So that's kind of one example I wanted to illustrate that overcomes potential uh, limitations of, of, of uh, you know, smaller device, keyboard, et cetera. The second example is, you know, I don't know how many of you have, you know, gone around and engaged with, uh, you know, and, and touched mobile payments. And mobile payments is the ability to leverage, uh, you know, your existing, you know, your existing kind of infrastructure, which is a credit card, and allow that to be utilized by anybody that can now accept a credit card, whether that be, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a bricks and mortar merchant who wants to, uh, you know, overcome the expensive burden of having, you know, infrastructure in place uh, for getting a mobile payments and process your credit card to, you know, uh, people who want to collect money in, in ad hoc events and, and places can do that with, uh, you know, these little attachments that can be put onto your mobile device uh, that are effectively payment readers. And those payment readers, again, are instant 
and they work beautifully. There's no paper being exchanged. You you pay for something, you get instant approval, and and uh, you know we, companies like Uber, uh, all the taxi cabs uh, are taking uh, your your credit card over a mobile mobile uh, device and being able to provide you access to information. Now, I think what will happen is when such things start to sort of become mainstream, you're going to get you know a deluge of data coming in, and I think one of the one of the colleagues was mentioning, you know, that for financial analytics and financial response, because mobility is being used on the go, uh, some of the response times are limited. And I think, you know, for certain kind of uh, transactions, that may be the case. But, you know, I think the world is changing. We've got, uh, you know, always on, always uh, available infrastructure, and that's sort of the cloud. And in the cloud, there are powerful uh, databases, um, you know, SAP obviously is, is, is a big proponent of a solution in that area. Their in-memory database uh, provides that. And then mobile applications that have to be written intelligently to be able to uh, provide instant access and instant data are, are you know, I think uh, not, not something that's going to happen in the future. It's happening. And, uh, you know, I can give a number of other examples in, in uh, you know, in retail and other places where where you go, and uh, effectively the the uh, the shop assistant or, or or the person whom you're dealing with knows a lot about you. They can get a 360 degree view about where you've been, what you've done, and uh, provide you with a very rich uh, set of data that to help uh, you know make you better decisions. So that that is some examples to give you a perspective of at least you know how 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 uh, you know the world is kind of moving in the direction uh, around leveraging mobility. Thank you, Akash. Richard or mm-hmm. Sir, you want to jump in? Comment? I hear somebody. Go ahead. Well, they're great examples that um, Akash just come up with uh, in terms of payment and submitting travel expenses, and they are kind of essentially light touch in that even though you're using the camera, you're not putting masses of data in. Uh, and that, they're ideal applications for pushing out to mobile, as are uh, alerting and other types of approval. What I don't think we're going to see, and perhaps I should qualify it a bit more, is we're not going to put our entire budget by line item, by monthly period, in through some handset. And the way that companies do their planning and their budgeting is perhaps going to change because there is benefit from capturing stuff from frontline workers, but we're not going to capture uh, revenue figures and we're not going to capture line item expenses. We're going to capture the upfront drivers, the fact that they've got an order and the back-end system will know what an average order for them looks like. The fact that we've lost a customer and the back-end system probably knows who that customer is. And we'll use driver-based approaches that calculate from a limited number of keystroke inputs what that means for revenue, what that means for expenses, what that means for the P&L this period. So that's how we're going to use them. We're not going to put – I don't think, you know, the smaller ones are ever going to be capable of capturing masses of data. So we're going to adapt the way we plan by using drivers. We're going to adapt the way we run our business uh, so that we can take advantage of the agility that these devices give us so that companies can – sense and respond problems before it's too late to do anything about them. So I'm in total agreement. You know, I think the world is still exploring how and where and when it makes sense to do things on mobile and how we're going to have to change the way we do business 
to become real-time enterprises. You can't become a real-time enterprise if every time you want to do a reforecast, you have to go through January to December through every line item in your budget. That just won't work. We're going to have to change our processes, our methodologies, and our ways of doing business to be able to come real-time. Thank you, Richard. Very well put. Mm-hmm. Surya Mukherjee from OVAM, I know you want to comment on this, and I'd also like you to comment in, in your remarks coming up, Surya. On, uh, in the opening, I said one of the potential potholes along this exciting bandwagon of finance and mobility is opening the decision process to so many more people. So how do you control that? How do you regulate? To whose devices do you push, as Richard and Akash have talked about? This, this quick, okay, I have a small device, limited capability. I can hit a yes or a no, or I can get an alert of something. Happening. How do you know to whom to push it and not to? Surya? Yep. Uh, yeah, l- l- let, me, let me just, you know, because uh, I've been hearing some great points from um, Akash uh, and Richard. So I, I absolutely agree. I think it's, it's impossible not to agree with, with Akash's lead point, which is faster, cheaper, more optimized. I, you, mm-hmm. You've got to be living under a rock if you don't agree with that. Mobility is <laughs> promises, definitely that. But but, but just, I mean, I think it's, 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 it represents a change from the old VI mentality. And I have been, uh, you know, uh, guilty of, of doing this back in 2008 when I looked at mobile BI solutions. I thought, hey, you know, uh, statistical analysis probably never going to the mobile. And, and uh, you know, if, if statistical analysis at that point of time was the meat of analysis, then what are we doing with mobile devices? I think all those concepts have been proven wrong, uh, and I have happily been proven wrong. So things such as push-pull uh, don't apply to mobile devices anymore. It's, it's more about interactivity. Things such as, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, we used to hear this term a lot when talking about mobile back in 2008 and nine about the remote worker uh, benefiting from this and, and the worker on the go. Instead of that, we hear about uh, you know, tablets being brought into conversations in the boardroom instead of taking a chart there and mm-hmm. just interacting with live figures on the go. So uh, it, it, it may not be you know, the universe that we imagined in, uh, back in 2008 and 9. Uh, it's just that mobile represents a touch point with enterprise data that is uh, you know, transformational and, and that is uh, significantly different from how uh, a PC or a laptop user interacts mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with enterprise data. Thank you. Akash, yeah, I think so, I heard you uh, in the background. Yeah, Please yeah. comment. So let me, let me comment on, I think, uh, Bonnie, you asked a question about uh, security, uh, and yes. I, think, I think you make a very good point. So I think security is paramount, and I'll tell you two or three things that's happening. One is mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I think we're moving from a world where, you know, you went to, the, went to your office uh, or your, your enterprise or your company, and they kind of issued you what they would sort of in, known in industry as a corporate liable phone, meaning you know you got the phone that they they told you you need to use now i think we're right. moving moving from a world where you can bring your own device and uh you can bring mm. your own device and suddenly you know information uh the enterprise information is accessible but the number one uh criteria in that scenario is as you move from a corporate liable to a personal liable device
marketplace in this mm-hmm. sort of um, area that, that's booming right now is BYOD, is the ability to control access to information. So I think the access to information, while it's becoming uh, much more uh, democratic, it still needs to be controlled. I think so, uh, you know, corporate data and, and financial data, you know, is uh, definitely, you know, becoming more accessible. But, you know, security services, mobile device management, mobile security solutions, you know, the ability to kind of take your mobile applications and put a security wrapper on them or secure your email in a container or potentially even virtualize your device. I mean, there are there are some solutions out there with various companies. What they can do is create kind of a, a virtual identity on the same mobile device that you have that's your business identity as well as your, your uh, you know, corporate identity, sorry, your personal identity. So, you know, you can continue playing Angry Birds and, and, and uh, you know, doing Facebook and <laughs> tweeting liberally uh, using your personal identity, but on the business, there's, there's a layer of security. So I think that's one point that, that everyone should be cognizant about. So I think there's, there's a whole, um, you know, level of, of uh, security that's needed. And, you know, SAP has a number of solutions in that area. We have a mobile security product called Afaria, and we support various levels of security for applications and contents on top of that in the way I described. So that's kind of one thing. The other thing I think Surya was talking about was, you know, uh, these these devices are entering the boardroom and, and the use is increasing. And I think the use is increasing because you can do things that are visually more enriching. And, uh, you know, if, 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 for example, you're able to kind of do things that are visually more creative, you can just look at stuff a little bit better. Now, some of those things can be done also on the PC. If you've got a nice, nice PC and you're projecting that in a boardroom and, and going through financial information, you know, that, that's, uh, uh, you know, still possible. But what these devices do is, you know, you can hold them, move them, touch them, and, and uh, you know, the visual uh, elements of these are, are very powerful. And I think, uh, you know, you can um, embed both video, sound, and, and, and collaborate uh, around these things uh, a little bit more dynamically than, than sort of, a, a, you know, a single presentation being done. So that's why I think what, what you're finding is that the, the visual representation of data devi- drives kind of the demand of it. You could suddenly see things and do that. So, for example, I'll give you another example. So at SAP, what we are doing is we have, I have access to the SAP, uh, you know, sales forecast, the mobile sales forecast in, in, in a much more easier way. I can quickly get all the information very accessible before – uh, you know, and the olden world, I would have to open up my laptop, I would have to connect to VPN and, you know, go through all of these and, and, and uh, open up my, my browser and go go to some website, etc. But now, I open up my tablet, firstly, it's never switched off, you know, all I have to do is sort of wake it, and boom, it's there, uh, whether I'm at the airport, whether I'm, uh, you know, in my bedroom, or, 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 or whether I'm on my desk. Uh, in fact, I'm using my iPad uh, increasingly more uh, on my desk, even when I'm not moving, so that so that you know, it's just the the ease of use is is just more more uh, simpler. I think more of us are, and you know, you gave me the perfect segue. You didn't even know it, Akash. Brilliant. You said, "Boom, you're there." Guess what? Boom, we're at the break. We're even past the break, but you had so many words of wisdom to share. I didn't want to interrupt you, so I'm asking my guests get out the chamois, the polishing cloth, or just go. <sighs> 
and blow on the crystal ball and clean it off, get the dust off. I'm going to ask Surya Mukherjee from Ovum calling from India today, Richard Barrett calling from the Isle of Harris, home of Harris Tweeds, CFO Knowledge in Scotland. And I'm going to ask Akash Agarwal from SAP calling in from good old California to look into the crystal ball when we come back after the break. Tell me, what do you see five years out? The year will be 2018. Mobility and finance, the future. You don't want to miss this segment. We'll be right back. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. This is Financial Excellence with Game Changers. And yes, we are. Brad out. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now. According to IDC, by 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase, an SAP company, offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Welcome back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Comments? Questions? Send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet during and after the show at hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Financial Excellence with Game Changers. Here we are, and a reminder to my Game Changer listeners, go to our show page on the Business Channel. Look for the Coffee Cup logo. Click any banner, and you'll go to a landing page with lots of free offers. But I want you especially to look for the free CIO playbook. Learn how mobility can help transform your business today. Okay, we're short on time. Lots of great thoughts and words of wisdom from my three wonderful guests. Our topic is mobility and finance. We're looking ahead five years to the future. Let's start off with Surya Mukherjee from Ovum. Surya, can you look five years ahead for me, please? Or how far can you see? Um, uh, I'll, I'll look about two years ahead, and uh, okay. I have a bad history of, of uh, not, uh, you know, not not interpreting mobile uh, the mobile revolution well. But I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I think uh, mobile BI uh, as we go forward, mobile BI will become a must-have. Uh, however, uh, the caveat there is, I, I do not think that all solutions in the market will have a, you know, equitable distribution of, of features. So there will be some solutions which are great and which will address a part of the mobility requirement. And there will be others that look at the broader aspect of data security, management, mobile device management, and all of those things. Not everybody will do everything. Uh, shout out to Frederick again, uh, our mobile analyst. He, he just uh, tweeted to me. Uh, saying that mobile BI will just be called BI in, in the next three years. 
Ah, that's yeah. interesting. So mobility will be just, it'll be there. It'll be transparent. We won't have to say it. Well, yeah. I, that's a very, very interesting. Richard, uh, thank you, sir. You're Richard Barrett, you're up. What is your crystal ball show? Can you go to 2018 for me? I think so. I'll be well retired by then, Bonnie, but um, <laughs> let's try something. I agree with what Surya said, basically, there, is at the moment we talk about mobile as so it's a special case. Um, we still talk about on-premise applications, cloud applications, mobile apps or whatever. I can see, you know, and hopefully it will be SAP be the first one to it, they will bring out totally integrated solutions, be it for... Uh, financial consolidation and disclosure, and it will have elements of on-premise, perhaps elements of cloud, perhaps elements of mobile, depending on which piece of the, the total end-to-end process you're talking about. And they, the consumers, our financial customers, our finance departments out there across the globe will accept them. They'll say, hey, where's the mobile bit if you haven't got the mobile bit? Where's this bit? Where's that bit? And we will, it'll just be another delivery platform. We will not be having this conversation about treating mobile as a special user case. Okay, thank you very much. I'm glad you could go that far ahead. And Akash Agarwal from SAP, can you take me to 2018, or how far does your crystal ball see, Akash? All right, so if I put on my Google glasses, uh, I can see really far. And I think all, all, all I'm seeing with those glasses is, you know, a world in which you know, the sense and respond uh, activity will become mainstream. So, you know, data, data will be being captured subconsciously and the responses will be coming back, uh, you know, as a result of that. So we, we are going to basically enter the era of smart, smart sort of connectivity where, you know, right now it's kind of a pull and a push model. And I anticipate, you know, not everything, but, uh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, data uh, will become and move into sort of either a subconscious sense and respond uh, type situation where, you know, the situation, the context will provide, uh, you know, responses to you and, and the, the uh, tablets or, or other connected devices that you have will be able to provide, uh, you know, responses based on the context. So if, if you're in a world where, you know, the, the, I'll give you a very simple example. Let's say you went to a, uh, you know, if it's a really hot day, then, then the vending machine will, will, uh, be able to offer you, you know, super iced drinks versus, you know, kind of tepid drinks if it's a cooler, if it's a more, uh, you know, cold day. So those kinds of things I think are going to permeate, uh, uh, you know, even the finance function as people take orders or, or fulfill orders, you know, we'll be able to kind of get dynamic uh, access to information through various things because most things will start getting connected to this, this network. And I agree with both Surya and with Richard that, uh, you know, it's not going to be is this mobile, is that mobile. It's, it's just going to be the way it is. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's very exciting times. We're going to see some changes in the actual devices and, and the uh, interfaces as well uh, pretty radically over, over the next few years. 
Well, thank you very much. Great, great points of view and great crystal ball predictions from Surya Mukherjee, from Ovum, Richard Barrett, from CFO Knowledge, and Akash Agarwal from SAP. Now it's time for Bonnie's predictions. I have one minute. Let's see how fast I can do this. Coming up next week, Tuesday, April 30th, on Financial Excellence with Game Changers. Looking for risk in all the wrong places? Tune in and find out what we're talking about. And May 7th, if you can push that far into the future, still 2013, Strategic Execution. What's your game plan? Hmm. A lot of questions to answer there. Tomorrow, April 24th, Wednesday, live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific, coffee break with game changers, people who need people. Caregiving apps go social and mobile in honor of Autism Awareness Month. We have a great panel, some very touching personal stories as well. And May 1st, Social and Business for the Next Generation with Boston College Professor Jerry Kane, two of his very interesting graduate students, and SAP's point of view from Todd Wilms and Mm, Mark Yolton, what a show that's going to be. I have a special shout-out to my guests again, Surya Mukherjee. Thank you, Richard Barrett. Thank you, Akash Agarwal. Thank you. Shout-outs to Aaron Hughes, Malcolm Kimberlin, Karuna Mukherjee, Michael Lords, the Business Channel Team, Brad, you're always terrific, and my call to action. Put your seatbelt on, kids. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game-changer today. I'm Bonnie D. Graham signing off for this edition of Financial Excellence with Game Changers, brought to you by SAP. See you tomorrow on coffee break. Don't be late. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run business is run SAP. To keep the conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to hashtag SAPRADIO and join host Bonnie D. Graham again next Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, here on the Business Channel, wishing you a game-changing week.